So after Absalom died, remember David was weeping. And after a little bit, Joab said to David, "It's you got to stop weeping. You shouldn't be weeping anymore. The, you know, we won. You have victory. And this gr you're grieving for your son. You should stop. And the king was still weeping. And Joab came and and, and, and kind of said, you're, sh you're, you're shaming yourself by weeping like this, which isn't really true. But he said, we should go out and go back to Jerusalem. So I, David's getting ready to go back to Jerusalem. And Israel, who had rebelled against him, had fled away from him to their own homes. And uh, they talked about having David come back and be king over them again. And David sent messengers to Zadok and Abiathar, the priests. And he sent them with messages to the people of Judah. And sent messages to all the people. And sent a messenger to Amasa, I think was the general of Absalom's army. And he said, you guys are my bone and my flesh. You, you guys should come back to me. I'll be your king. We don't have to fight anymore. Let's put an end to this civil war. He told Amasa, you can come be the general of my army. Yeah, they had a civil war. Remember when Absalom fought against David? Yeah. When he rebelled? And actually, David told Amasa, you're going to be the general of my army instead of Joab. This is the second time that David has tried to replace Joab. Remember before, when there was a civil war at first, David told Abner that he would be general instead of Joab. And then Joab killed him. Now, he told Amasa, you can be king instead of Joab. And I think part of the reason was probably because maybe David found out that Joab killed his son when he told him not to do that. And before he killed Abner, David doesn't maybe entirely trust Joab because Joab doesn't always do what David says. And you kind of want your general to, you know, do what you say. So the men of Judah listened to David and went to bring him across the, the Jordan River and then to bring him back to Jerusalem. And some people came to meet David, some people who were afraid that, that he was going to take vengeance on them, like Shimei. Remember Shimei was the one who was cursing David and throwing rocks at him? And he came and he bowed down um, as David was going to cross the Jordan. And he said, let not my Lord hold me guilty or remember all the you know wrong things that I did on the day you left Jerusalem. I know that I have sinned. Please, you know, I'm the first to come of all the house of Joseph to meet you. Please don't kill me. And Abishai, who is Joab's brother, he said, we should put Shimei to death because he cursed you, the Lord's anointed. But David said, what do I have to do with you, you sons of Zeroyah? So Abishai and Joab were sons of Zeroyah. So you guys are always trying to kill, kill people. Shouldn't this be a day when no one is put to death in Israel? I know that I'm king over Israel. I know that God has given me this victory. And he gave Shimei an oath that, saying, you shall not die. Then Mephibosheth came. Remember, Mephibosheth was yeah. Jonathan's son. Yeah. And David had taken him in and gave him a place at his table. But when David was running away from Jerusalem, from Absalom, Mephibosheth's servant, Ziba, had come and told David that Mephibosheth was a traitor. But now Mephibosheth comes out. And David says, Mephibosheth, why didn't you come out with me? And Mephibosheth said, because I can't walk. I, I'm lame in my feet. I can't saddle a donkey for myself. But my servant came and lied to you because he thought that by doing that, he could get you to give him all the land that belongs to my family's household. And David was trying to figure out what to do. Like Ziba said that Mephibosheth was disloyal and wanted David to be defeated by Absalom. Mephibosheth said that Ziba was lying. Who's telling the truth? How's David supposed to know? This is what David says. You know what? I've decided. 
you and Zeba can divide the land. The land that belonged that, that I gave back to you and I had Zeba take care of, you keep half of it, have Zeba keep half of it. Well, this was actually a pretty smart thing for David to do because if David decides to believe one of them completely and not the other one, then he might decide wrong. If he decides wrong, then he's going to do something that's very unjust. But because he does it like this and shows kindness to both of them, then they'll both love him. And even if Ziba was lying, then, and I'm pretty sure Ziba was lying, by the yeah. way. You'll see why in a second. Because I think when Ziba said, he kind of is part of David's family. I don't think he yeah. lied David took, yeah. to his literally the king. Yeah. And, and what reason would Zuba, he have? I think she lied. Because I think she really just was. He wanted so, to get the land. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. So Ziba had a good reason to lie. Mephibosheth didn't have that good of a reason to lie. It didn't really make that much sense. Like, if why would Mephibosheth be glad about Absalom rebelling against David? That wouldn't make Mephibosheth king. Like, what good would that do? Also, it makes sense. Mephibosheth, David knows that Mephibosheth is lame in his feet and he can't walk. So, anyway, what Mephibosheth says after that is, let Zeba take all the land. I don't care about the land. All I care about, I'm so happy that you have come home safely. And I think that response from Mephibosheth makes it pretty clear that Zeba was lying. Yeah, that yeah. Zeba was lying. I, I know that because yeah. David is, I mean, not David, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. It is hard to say. Mephibo chef. Mephibo chef. Um, he's kind of like he kind of he likes loves David. I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he's Jonathan's son, and David was very kind to him. Yeah. Now there was another guy who was an interesting guy. His name was Barzillai, and he was a Gileadite. And he had come down and went over the Jordan with the king to escort him. And he was an old man. He was 80 years old. And he had helped provide food for the king while he was staying there because he was a wealthy guy. And the king said, you should come over to me and you know, come live in Jerusalem and I'll honor you. And he said, ah, I'm too old. You know, I won't, it'll be wasted on me. He said, but what if you just take, take your servant Chimham you know, and bring him with? And the king said, okay, Chimham shall go over with me and I will do for him whatever seems good to you. So I'll honor you by honoring him. So all the people went over with the king, the people of Judah. And then the men of Israel came and they said, hey, why'd you men of Judah take David across and not, not let us take him across? We have 10 shares in David and you only have one. It meant because there are 10 tribes. And they kind of fought about that. And then the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the men of Israel. And then... This guy named Sheba, he was the son of Bichri. He was a Benjaminite. And remember, Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin. So this is probably part of what's going on. Some of the people of Benjamin were probably mad that Saul wasn't king. And he blew a trumpet and said, We have no portion in David, and we have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his tent, O Israel. And so, like, I don't know how many of the men of Israel, but a lot of the men of Israel left David and followed Sheba. And there was another rebellion. This time with some people following Sheba. <sighs> so David came back to Jerusalem and he called Amasa, 
who is now his general, and he said, gather the men of Judah to me within three days so that we can go fight. But Amasa delayed. We don't know why. And three days went by, and Amasa hadn't come with the army. So David said to Abishai, now Sheba, the son of Bichri, will do us more harm, more harm than Absalom. If he escapes and he keeps this rebellion going, we got to deal with this. We got to go take him. So they sent, he sent Abishai and Joab and the Cherethites and the Pelethites and the mighty men, his best warriors. And they went out and ran and pursued after Sheba. And they were at a, they were at a great stone and Amasa came to meet them. And Joab went up to Amasa and pretended like he was going to, he pretended like he was going to hug him and then he stabbed him and killed him. Because Joab's always killing the guys that David is going to make general instead of him because Joab's like a bad dude. So then Joab and Abishai ran after Sheba with their army to go and attack him. But Sheba went into the city to hide out there. And the city was called Abel. And when they came there, when Joab came there, there was a woman from the city who was like, hey, you know, this is this wise woman. She said to Joab, come over here, come over here. And she said, why do you want to kill this whole city? You know, these are the people of Israel. This is the inheritance that God gave them. And Joab says, I don't want to kill the whole city. I just want to kill this one guy that came. He started another rebellion. He's a bad guy. His name's Sheba. We just want to kill him. And the woman said, don't worry about it. Don't attack the city. We'll throw Sheba's head to you down from the city walls. So she went to the people of the city. And she said, look, you know, Joab's here with his army. We got this guy Sheba that came. Like, we got nothing to do with this guy. We don't want any of this trouble. We don't want there to be this war. Sheba's a rebel. Let's just get rid of him. They listened to her. She was wise. So they cut off Sheba's head and threw the head down to Joab. And then the rebellion was over. And Joab returned to Jerusalem into the king. And now Joab was the general again because he killed Amasa. So now two times, David has made somebody else a general instead of Joab. And then very quickly, Joab went and murdered that person. He, David, what did? Doing this is kill him before just he just yeah he probably should have had Joab executed and he never does until we'll hear about this later when David is dying before he dies he tells his son Solomon who's going to be the next king he yeah. says to Solomon you need to execute Joab for what he did so I don't know why David wouldn't do it maybe it was because Joab was also kind of his friend Maybe he felt bad. Or maybe he didn't want... Maybe because Joab was his cousin. Or maybe he didn't want to see... I, maybe he didn't want to kill him. Maybe. Yep. Uh, but... Anyway. He should have killed... He should have had him executed because it was what Joab did was against the law. Yeah, It was murder. He re really, Joab murdered three people at least. Yeah, because... He ha well, you know, maybe part of the reason that David didn't... Joab helps murder four people at least. What? And maybe part of the reason that David didn't is because he felt bad about putting Joab to death when one of the people that Joab helped murder was... Uh, oh, I just forgot his name. Uh, was it Uriah. Yeah, and when David that. ordered Uriah to be murdered. And Joab helped him do that. But one was his son. And one other one was his son Absalom, yep. And another one was Abner, and another one was Amasa. So Joab's like, you know, he's a murderer. He's done it a lot. It's not good. Hopefully, but. hopefully he was also a believer, and hopefully he repented of those sins. Well, um, but when he, 
Well, well, probably. I mean, he, he certainly knew who the true God was. He knew, he probably believed that the true God existed, but what matters is whether or not he trusted in God for forgiveness. There are a lot of people who, who know that God exists, but don't think that they need to trust in God for forgiveness and they aren't sorry for their sins. That's what matters, faith in Jesus to forgive our sins. Yeah.